Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Gamer Talks podcast. This is uh, the new form of the show, of course. I'm doing it fortnightly now instead of weekly, in the hope that uh, there will be more to discuss in each episode, which is certainly the case today. There's a lot to get through, so we will get right into it. Um, just before I do though, uh, E3 is in, was it two weeks today? Something like that, like two weeks, I can't remember. Um, so I have been doing a bit of thinking and I've decided that I'm going to record an E3 episode for you like I keep alluding to on Sunday. If I've got time on Sunday night, I'll record it this Sunday. Um, get it uploaded, maybe Monday, see what time I've got. Um which is why I am recording this today. It's currently Friday evening here. It's just turned quarter past eight. Hopefully I'll get this done, get it out. You could listen to it today or tomorrow. Um, and uh, I'll do the E3 episode on Sunday. We will go through uh, all the companies that are going, what games we might see, what else we might see. Um, and then I will decide on the next date for the show. I've not decided yet. I've not looked at the calendar. Um, I might have to take time off work. A3, of course, is going to be all online this week. It, uh, what was it? Online this week, online this year. Um, it's going to be uh, a live stream. I can't remember where. There's different channels and things. It's online, if you want to know. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that on Sunday. In the meantime, I'd like to go back to today, talk about games. I want to start today with uh, the games releasing in June, because there's quite a few. There is, let me just count them all, the physical releases here, so you've got five there, you got uh, another five, another ten there. Uh, 37, 43, 46, 47 games I think releasing, which is quite good, considering they could have held them back to E3 next month, but, you know, what the hell. Um, anyway, a couple of games, let's get going. Uh, a couple of interesting ones, start with the first one, a PS5 exclusive Breakfast. Uh, now, Breakfast of course, ended up on PlayStation Plus, uh, was last month, maybe? I can't remember. Um, so if you claimed it, then you probably won't bother buying it, but if you didn't, then you will. Or if you didn't have a PlayStation 5 at the time, you might buy it. Which is a bit shit, but that's what happens. I guess that's why they're releasing it. It's only 35 quid, so it's not like a, 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 a wallet-breaking amount of money, you know? So. Eh, uh, the Elder Schools Online Blackwood. That makes its return. Blackwood's the next chapter to to the Gates of Oblivion from the game. Um, it launches on PC on the 1st. And then it also launches to PlayStation and Xbox on the 8th. Uh, so you've got like a week's gap there. Um, not sure why, but I'm not going to speculate because I don't care. The Elder Scrolls Online is a game I've looked at time and time again. I think it's actually available on uh, Xbox Game Pass at the minute, but I've never gone into it. Um, just, 
It's, I mean, it's mainly an M- MMO, isn't it? And I don't really like MMOs, online games, all that stuff. I don't like it really. Uh, another one here I've not really heard of. Well, I've heard of, but I don't know. It's Keys in the Wild Masks. Uh, that launches on PS4, Xbox One, Switch as well. Um, yeah, so that's the first of June. So those three launch on the first. Uh, on to the fourth, we've got Switch exclusive DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. Launch on the fourth of June. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Got to clip my nose there. Um, they launch alongside some uh, Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons, the Fortnite edition. So you got a blue one and a yellow one. Um, which well, seems pretty cool, but I'll not be buying them because I don't have a Switch. Um, also, the Joy-Cons apparently are prone to drift, which isn't good. Um, especially since it's 70 quid for the pair, which is a lot, you know. It's even more than a, a dual sense remote at this point. Um, Back to the game, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. Um, I, I mentioned this, was at Fortnite ago, I think I mentioned in the last show. It launched on PS4 and Xbox One on the 4th of June, and then the PS5 version has been delayed to later this year. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, the, Part of the idea behind PlayStation 5 is that it's meant to be easier to make a game for, you know, it's got the SSD, it's got better graphics chips, more cooling and all that shit, so the fact that a lot of things are being pushed back is, yeah, I don't know. That's what I was seeing the other week as well, when a lot of people blaming the pandemic, but the fact is, this is nothing to do with the pandemic, a lot of things have nothing to do with the Pandemic, I accept that some things do, but not everything, and I'm like, you can't just use it as an excuse for everything, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if they just came out and told us, it would be lovely, but they haven't done that. But, you know, I don't care. I don't, I don't like them anyway. It's an FPS. don't like FPSs. Uh, right, another game on the Switch, Evergate. Uh, that launch is on the 4th of June as well. Um... Don't know what it is. Don't really care. Another one on the fourth launch on the PS4, the Xbox One, and the Switch. Uh, the last kids on Earth and the stuff of Doom. Uh, now I've done a bit of reading about this, and it looks like a sort of uh, Days Gone Walking Dead kind of thing in the art style of Destroy All Humans. You know, in your kind of anime style. Uh. So yeah, look for it. So anyway, that's the fourth. On to the eighth, and a game I actually played. You've got Descenders. Yeah, that launches on the Xbox Series X and S on the eighth. Um, you may remember I downloaded it off Game Pass to PC. It was good. But I couldn't get the controller to work with it, which was annoying, because it was actually decent, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this one does. Uh, first of all, because of physical release, and also because um, it's 
you know, is this the kind of game that next-gen players are going to be flocking to? I don't think so. But, you know, well, some people will like it. Um, and then, of course, the other schools online, Blackwood, on PlayStation and Xbox, as I said. Uh, and then one more game on the 8th of June, Chivalry 2. That launches on PS5 and Xbox Series X. And then also PS4 uh, as well. Uh, you also got Steelbook Edition, which is exclusive to certain outlets. Um, but yeah, Chivalry 2 looks like a good game, actually. I will... Uh, what was I going to say? I will try it myself, and I... I'll have some more to say about that, so I'll come back to it later on. Um, on to the 10th of June, and one of the most pointless games releasing in the world. Tour de France 2021, um, the, the official licensed game of the cycling road race crap, which I couldn't care less about, launches on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Seeing all these official licensed sports things making video games now. You know, you've got the F1 ones, you've got the Olympics ones, you've got the Tour de France, you've got the World Cup, the Euros. They've all got their official game now. And it's like, what what what's the point? You know, some of them are okay. You know, like the World Cup game is okay because you also get to choose from the world. And the uh, the F1 game is alright, but the, you know stuff like this, the Tour de France, the Olympics, I can't imagine a lot of people care, you know. And it's like, if you're not making a big profit, then what 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 really is the point? Apart from showcasing, you can do it, you know. Uh, just look at it here. Win the yellow jersey with the official game of Tour de France. All 21 stages and the biggest classics are included. Experience a new objective system or redesign my tour mode and other new features. I mean, it kind of sounds decent, but is it worth the money? I mean, it's 40 quid, so no, not really. Um, you know, it's a shame, really, because... I don't know. It's a shame because the developers have probably worked hard on making this. Well, first of all, making it a game that works and then uh, aligning it officially with the actual tournament. So it's a shame that not a lot of people will buy it, but I guess it was pushed on them um, somewhat unwittingly, you know, um, which is a shame, but anyway. Uh, another game launching PC exclusive We Are Football. Um, I'll launch another 10 from PC. It's it's another football management sim akin to Football Manager and FIFA Career Mode and all that rubbish. Um, so, yeah, it's not really something I'll be buying. Um, as you know, I had Football Manager. I downloaded it. I played it. It was all right. But I just... Yeah, I could get into it and I got rid of it. Um... Like I said, it's free on Game Pass if you want to play it, but um, I, yeah, I downloaded it and I just, I didn't like it. A couple of PS5 exclusive now, uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remake Integrade. Uh, 
That's on the 10th. That's your PS5 exclusive. Uh, another one, a day later, the Persistence Enhanced. Um, I'm guessing that's like an enhanced graphical version of the original. I'm not entirely sure. Let's just click on it and see what it says. Uh, five for five, I'll save a doom deep space colony, starship with his murder from burn. Okay, so it's a space-based uh, sci-fi thing. Includes ray tracing modes and immersive haptic feedback. Uh, also, it's like a stealth. Oh, okay, I, I don't, I don't really like stealthy games. To be honest, I play them. I'm just not a fan. Connect a phone or tablet. Oh god! I'm just wondering if it says here. How much is it? Thirty quid. Yeah, I mean it must be a. A remaster then to be so cheap. I mean, if it was an original, it would cost like twice that, if not more. Uh, a secret that fabricates your firepower of Gallimus Steel's So it actually sounds a bit like some Nautica and mechanics. I mean, Gallimus materials to upgrade your stuff, uh, avoid monsters, or in their case, sharks. Survive an ever-changing labyrinth. Harvest DNA material, gallery materials. So yeah, it does sound a bit like that in terms of what it is, but you know. Sissy is an action adventure game, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's P5 exclusive. Uh, another one, the big one, Ratchet Clan Rift Apart. That's the big one we've all been waiting for. The 11th of June. It's been confirmed that. It won't be coming to PC anytime soon, um, which is a shame for me, but not really a surprise, you know. I mean, if it's... It's an exclusive, but it's also like a true exclusive, you know, and that it's only on PS5, you know. Um, it may come to PC later than 9, like a, a year, 18 months down the line, but not now, you know. Um. Alright, another game that's coming to PS4 and 5 is Guilty Gear Strive that launches on the 11th as well. Uh, not really something I'm interested in, I'm just looking at it now. I mean, 45 quid on both consoles. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's. It's basically another fighting game. I've had enough of bloody fighting games. There's so many out there. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't buy anyway. I don't want any PlayStation consoles anymore. But um, even if I did, I wouldn't buy it. Uh, Switch game on the 11th as well. Beholder Complete Edition. That's one of the ones that's been delayed, I think. Um, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a strategy game, but it's also kind of dark and mysterious. It's, no, it's a no from me. <laughs> Simon Cowell, it's a no from me. Um, it's 16th of June on PS4 and Switch, and I'm just wondering what the fuck that says. It's called The Sisters Party of the Year. What the fuck is that? Let's have a look. Um... So it's a, a party game. 
So what is that? I'm like iToy Party or something. Let's look at some of the images. I mean... Is that a naked woman fishing? Or a little skirt? I can't tell. Pink. Walls. That, oh, it's like a... I think it's like a compilation of party games. You used to get these on the Wii years ago. Um, I think it's similar to that. She had that carnival thing on the Wii. I think it's kind of like that. Um... But yeah, it's not some mad buy, but you know, if you want a collection of party games, there you go. Yeah, right, something I wasn't aware of until I saw it two seconds ago. Farming Simulator Nintendo Switch Edition. That launches on the 18th of June. Um, and yeah. Do you know what? Farming Simulator is a game that interests me, but I've never actually played it. Which is weird. Um... Like I say, I don't own a Switch, so I'll not be buying that one, but I think it's on Game Pass, or maybe it's on Steam or something, I don't know. Um, I might ask my friend to buy it. I mean, I'm just looking at it here. It's only 20 quid. It's pocket money, really, you know, for a game now. A Switch game. Um, so, yeah, that launches on the 18th. Uh, you've also got two PS5 controllers. You've got Midnight Black and Cosmic Red. Uh, and then back to the game for Metro Exodus Complete Edition. That's the enhanced edition with the uh, with the two DLC packs included. That launch of the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S on the 18th. And then a game on the Switch again. You've got 30 in 1 Game Collection Volume 2. Uh, which is basically another compilation of games. Um... What kind of games are those? Party games? Let's have a look. I mean, you've got what's that? You've got balloons, you've got a weird maze thing, swimming, puzzle solving. Yeah, it's just weird shit. It's like a, another mini game thing. Um, so, yeah, Hell Existent. Um, a VR game now. PlayStation VR, Vader Immortal. Uh, a Star Wars VR series. Now, I've been looking at this heavily. Um, I'm kind of annoyed that um, you won't be able to use it on other, um, other VR headsets. You can't use it on an Oculus Rift, for example, which I've been looking at. Uh, which is a shame, but I'll be keeping an eye anyway, looking for some footage of it uh, to see what happens. Uh, game on Switch now. Geronimo's Animal Pop Stars. Another weird game. Nintendo seems to do the same weird games. Um, you know, they just pick a really, really weird subject and make a game out of it. Um, here, here's another one. Um, you've got Nightmare Boy. Uh, Nightmare Boy Morgano's Edition. Um, on the Switch, and then also the PS4, you've got the standard one, but yeah, Magana, I mean, what, what even is it? Let's have a little look here, I mean, release date 18th of June, uh, what does it say, yeah, so action adventure, okay, I mean, yeah, I'm just looking through the image, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a sort of Mayo Bowser's Castle shit, you know, it's got the weird Gifts and animes and castles and stuff. Um, 
So yeah, not something I'd be buying if I had a console to play on. Uh, so yeah, no, that's the 18th. So we've got, oh my god, there's a lot of games in the 18th. Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 games launching on the 18th of June. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right, one game launched on the 21st. Jigsaw Fun, piece it together. That launched on the Switch. I'm guessing it's a Jigsaw thing. I really couldn't care less about that. Uh, another one I couldn't care less about, but it's launching anyway, is the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the official video game. Uh, it launches the PS4 on the Switch um, on the 22nd. I mean, it's it's another one of those officially licensed sports games, isn't it? I mean, if it's good, then fine, but it probably won't be. That's the problem. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to skip that one because I'm not interested. On to a PS4 game, Cooking Mama Cookstar. Um, it's another Cook Mama game. The Switch version of it is already available, by the way, if you're wondering. Um, it's telling you. Uh, also, on the 22nd, another game that I told you about last time out. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance launches on the 22nd on the PS4, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, there is a, a pre-order bonus available depending where you pre-order it from. Um, would I buy it? Probably not. I mean it's based on the tabletop game so I can't imagine it's going to be that good. Um, let's just have a look here if there's any footage I can look at. It's just some images, I mean, fighting baddies, fighting, oh, that's like some of the Lord of the Rings with giant boulders gate. I mean, yeah, it's not, there's a lot of games out there that look like it, so it's not like it stands out. Really. People will just buy it because they've heard of the game. Hey, right, jumping ahead to the 24th now, we've got a Switch exclusive, it's called Crazy Chicken Kart 2. I'm guessing it's a kind of Mario Kart with chickens. Um, I'm going to skip that because I'm not, I don't care, yeah. So there you go, I'm going to skip it and go on to the Dungeon of Nah Nilebeck, I think. The Dungeon of Nilebeck, the Amulet of Chaos, Chicken Edition. What the fuck is that? Launch of the PS4 and Switch on the 24th. Um, just have a look. I mean, this sounds an action adventure. Um, yeah, PS4 and Switch. I mean, just look at some of the images here. It's, it's kind of like, if you remember, like an old Rayman, it looks about like that. Uh, what another game I'd not be buying. I mean, it costs forty quid, and I don't even know what it is. So I wouldn't be buying that. Um, yeah, the dungeon of Nilebeck, the amulet gives N N E H E U L B E U K. I've no idea, but Nilebeck. I don't know. Switch game on the 24th of June, Castaway Paradise. Um, I've sure heard of that one somewhere. I don't know where, but, you know. 
Yeah, right. I'm kind of divided by this one. Um, it's a game that launches on the 25th on PS4 Nights for Fun. It's Farming Simulator 17 Ambassador Edition. Now, I can could, I could understand the Ambassador Edition. It means it includes, you know, DLC and extra vehicles and money and whatever. But it's like four years old, you know. Now, I'm sure there's maybe upgraded visuals or whatever, um, but it's like, I'm sure there's more more up-to-date versions that you could have done this with, you know, more up-to-date versions of the game. Um, so, um, yeah. It's like, if you think back to when Skyrim did it, for example, they made their legendary edition, uh, they, they upgraded all the... Um, you know, sounds and graphics and whatever. Grand Theft Auto Five did it as well when they launched the premium edition, I think. Um, I just so yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely convinced by that. Uh, let's just have a look here. Uh, included with you this unique package. You see all the expansions. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not actually. It does not actually see it's been. Well, you don't know. Uh, I mean, you can play online, but. A farm online? I mean, really? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's not something I'll be trying out anyway. Um, I've tried my fair share simulators before, and I'll, I mean, all of them are just a waste of time, to be fair. Uh, right, another game launching on Switch, Ghost Runner. That comes to Switch on the 25th of June. Um, and it follows the long, well, I'll say long, longish tradition of um, AAA games coming to Switch. Uh, and the last one, of course, you've had games like Doom. Uh, I think FIFA made it there as well, Need for Speed. Uh, they've all made their way to Switch to mixed reception, I think. You know, Switch has always been, to me at least, um, or not even Switch, this Nintendo console in general, have always been aimed more a casual player. Whereas the PlayStation Xbox is aimed more at a, I don't want to say a hardcore player, but you get what I mean. Um, and Ghost Runner and Doom and things are not casual games, you know. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see. I know some people like that. Um, so good for them. Um, another game that I've not heard of till now. Alex Kidd in the Miracle World DX. Um, it launches on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Switch on the twenty fifth. I mean, it's just it's another one of those making a game for the sake of it sort of thing, isn't it? You know, I don't think anyone really cares, but... Yeah, a PlayStation exclusive now, PS4, not 5. Um, Solaris Offworld Combat, um, which looks kind of sci-fi. It's a Star Wars rip-off, I don't know. Um, would I buy it if I had a PS4? No. 
uh, would I advise my friends to? I mean, make up your own mind, probably not. But if you're going to play, then buy it, it's up to you. Uh, right, another game launching on the 25th on PS4 and Switch, Blue Fire. Uh, I'm not, not aware of this, to see what it is. Um, another action adventure, I mean, it actually looks half decent. I mean, it's like... It kind of looks like a little big planet, but a darker, you know, um, which is a shame because I like little big planet games. But it's obviously it's easier to see when it's light, um, so that's a shame. But you know that's what it is. Uh, right, it's such exclusive that we've all been looking forward to Mario Golf Super Rush. That launches on the twenty fifth as well. I would definitely buy this if I had a Switch. Because, because Mario Golf looks great, and also because it reminds me of. Do you remember the golf on the Nintendo Wii? It was fucking awesome. Um, I think it came with Wii Sports, the Wii Disc, and the cardboard case. Um, anyway, there was golf on there, and it was just brilliant. I mean, the putting was a nightmare, but the actual game was so good. Um, and this is. This looks like that, but with Mario characters, you know. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait. I'm hoping my friend buys it, because I, I want him to. Uh, it's 50 quid, though, I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, anyway, Golf Super Mario Golf Super Rush, 25th century. Uh, another one here that I've never heard of, and I'm just wondering what it is. DreamWorks Spirit Lucky's Big Adventure. I, th I think this is based off a film. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it comes PS4, Xbox One and Switch on the 25th of June as well. Uh, I'll just have a quick look here, see what it is. Because um, I don't know, but I am interested. Uh, so release date, 25th of June, uh, Action Avenger again, I mean, Ride Your Horse, uh, yeah, so the people are fantasies, it's like, um, oh, what was that game I watched my sister play years ago, it was called My Pony Frontier or something. It looks like that. Now, obviously, there's an actual built-up area, but apart from that, it's it's uh, the same game. Um. So yeah, Switch, PS4, and uh, Xbox One if you want that. But it's like, I think it's based off of Elder Like why, yeah. Anyway, uh, a couple of games. Um. Where have I lost my place? Spin it, where the fuck is it? Oh yeah, there we go. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is finally launching. It's on PS5, PS4 and Xbox Series X. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, 
it's been delayed about a hundred times, but it's nice to see it finally coming out. Um, I wouldn't buy it, but I'll be watching to see what it does anyway. Um, and uh, it's, I mean, I mean, it's the kind of game that I would have thought might pop up at E three, but the fact that it's coming out now is good for fans, I guess. I don't know. Um, anyway, another triple A game coming to Switch. Maybe not triple A, maybe like double A, double A party, I don't fucking know. Destroyer uh, Humans, Destroyer Humans, that's the remake that I downloaded from Game Pass as well. It comes out the 29th for the Switch. Um, and I can't say too much, I've not played it yet, but. Uh, right, another game, PS4 exclusive now called Song of Horror. Uh, don't ask me what it is because I don't know, I don't care, I'm not going to look. Uh, I'm going to move on to another Switch game, and that's called ATV Drifting Tricks, uh, which is a, by the look of the pictures, it's a quad bike riding sim trick thing, uh, which looks cool. Uh, onwards to another one, Curved Space, that launches on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X. Uh, Curved Space, I mean, it's, I'm just looking here, it's only 15 quid, so it can't be um, anything special. Uh, another game I'm sure I mentioned to you, a PlayStation 5 exclusive, Evil Inside. Uh, even the box looks scary odds on the 30th of June. Uh, next one, Greedfall Gold Edition. Yeah, that odds on PS4 and Xbox uh, Series X on the, tw uh, the 30th of June as well. Uh, then we've got three left. We've got Hired Gun. Well, Necromancer, Necromancer, Hired Gun. That launched on PS5, PS4. And Xbox One. Uh, and then we end with uh, two Switch games. We've got Do Not Feed the Monkeys, which has been delayed about 100 times. And then you've got Distrust as well, which is uh, another game that... I don't know, a Switch game, you know. Don't really care. Right, let's talk about some things now that I've written down. I've actually written some notes this week. Uh, well, I call them notes, it's just really a, a list of things to, to mention, um, but there's quite a lot, you know, um, which is good, games, news, things happen. I want to start with Paradox, because they had their conference, their ParadoxCon update thing, where they revealed some things. Uh, so first of all, City Skylines, they revealed two new content creator packs. Uh, the Bridges and Piers pack by Ernesto and the Train Stations pack by Bad Peanut um, and they're both asset makers and models if you want to know. Uh, so the Bridges and Piers pack by Ernesto contains 12 bridges, 14 keys or seawalls and 2 piers. Uh, and then the Train Stations pack by Bad Peanut includes 6 metro stations Six train stations and four hubs, like transport hub 
crossover things. They also introduced some new radio stations, the Railhog station, which is probably meant to go with the train station pack, but it wasn't included when I bought it, so it was a bit miffed. And then you've also got the City Breeze station, which is in the Bridges and Beers theme, I think. Uh, and those are all available now via Steam and also on the PlayStation and Xbox stores. Uh, people have reported problems finding them, but I'm told they are there somewhere. Uh, maybe if you go to City Skylines and search for new deals here, some I don't know. Uh, yeah, like I said, so I've got the transition pack already. It's it's good, you know. There's a couple of uh, low stations and a couple of raised train stations, um, which I like. Um, do you know what though is it? It was annoying because it, it forced me to rip up my whole rail network and start again, which was which was fine, but it was just annoying, you know. Um, also, the metro stations are nice. You know, there's like a crossover thing, which is really cool. There's like one that snaps that road, which is also cool as well. And then you've got the transport hubs. You've got like a glass box one, which I really like. Um... And then you've also got a, a train, metro, bus, whatever it is, I can't remember what it's called. And then you've got a nice market station, like a raised train station with a market underneath, which is pretty cool. Especially since you can drive through and stop buses there. And so yeah, that's pretty cool. And the Bridges and Piers pack, I've not got, but it does contain an awful lot of stuff. Which is nice to see. Like I see... see like I see, like I said, I think the Sunnybreeze station is meant to go with it, but they're not included much to my disappointment. Uh, I mean, it was only four quid, so it's fine, but it's like, it would have been nice if they included the station with it, which they have done in the past. I've done that with Sunset Harbour. They included uh, Costa Australia with it. Um, and then also with Industries, they included the Synthetic Dawn uh, campus, they included campus radio, I think, as well. So I'm like, they could have done it here. It's not a problem, but it's just a thing, you know. Um, well, am I? I mean, like I said, I've already got the train station pack that cost me four quid. Um, I got it the day it came out because I've you may remember a couple of months ago I got a refund for Surviving Mars, so I've still got 22 quid sitting on my Steam account. so... I spent four quid on that, which is not a big amount, but, you know, it didn't technically cost me anything. Um, and then I could buy the Bridges and Piers pack, and it wouldn't cost me anything either. Um, it's it's nice to see Paradox and Frontier adding some new stuff to the game. However, they are... They keep adding new things, which is fine. But it's becoming a bit like the Sims 4, where they they have now moved away from mainstream sort of DLC that adds to the game and more towards packs of things that you could just probably make yourself. I mean, yeah, they're nice. I mean, the real stations by Bad Peanut are really detailed. They've got their own parking and everything. They're great. But you could probably find something similar on the workshop for free or even make something yourself. Um... 
And it's a similar story with a lot of the packs. I mean, I got another one called Modern City Centre, which had some nice stuff. And it supports the dev, the, the um, you know, the asset creators, whatever, it supports them. You know, it's nice that they are able to make some money from the creations, but at the same time, it's like, you're going to get to the point where there's like 20 of these packs, and I can't afford 20 packs. Especially if they've got almost nothing in them, you know. Um, which is a shame, really. But um, that's... But then that, that's what all companies are doing now. That's what all developers are doing to make money. Um, you know, it's it's not great, but that's kind of the modern world for you, isn't it? Um, which is a shame, but... Uh, right, yeah, so that's City Skylines. Uh, they also revealed some stuff for Crus Crusader Kings 3. Uh, they're releasing a DLC called The Royal Court. Uh, that will release alongside a free update later this year. Um, it adds a throne room, which shares its name with the DLC. It's called The Royal Court. Um, interestingly, the room's only actually available to kings and emperors, so it's basically only... Available to the the upper echelons, if you like. Um, the idea is it can be used to deal with petitions and request. Sorry, deal with petitions and requests from your subjects. Um, it's it's. I was about this one. It's intended to add more challenge to the higher players. You know. Um, the the room can also be used for displaying items, you know, for things you win or uncover or someone else brings you or you buy or something, uh, which is a nice idea. Um, it's I mean it's not really essential, but it's it's a nice addition. Anyway, um, they also have some stuff for Empire of Sin. Um, they're releasing a Make It Count DLC, and that will release along with their free update later this year. As well, uh, the Meek Count DLC will add a new boss, uh, a couple of new gangsters, five new gangsters. Uh, they're all fixers, which is a new um, role, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and then the, the, the fixers also adds a loan shark racket, so you can turn your buildings into a, a loan shark and you can make massive profits from it. Um, which is great. Although how much I actually need that money, I don't know. At the start, maybe. You know, you're bringing loads of money with uh, an alt to lose, but later in the game, you know, I'm like... I have basically taken over two neighbourhoods, basically, and... Uh, I basically got a million dollars, so I could literally give... 50 grand to all the other criminal enterprise groups and still have enough money left, you know. So it's like, do I need that in my game? Probably not. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, I don't own the game like you know. I own it on Game Pass. Uh, so I don't think the DLC would be included, but it would be nice if it was, but I don't see it. I don't care, to be honest. Uh, one other main thing they announced just at the end of the 
end of the showcase was Victoria 3. Um, now, Victoria 2 was released in 2010, so it's been 11 years. Um, and there's been calls and petitions and things over the years for Victoria 3, but they never did anything. Uh, well, Paradox have obviously decided to hire a developer to make a Victoria 3 for them. Um, anyway, so it's going to be on PC uh, at some point. There's no release date for it. We just know it exists. Uh, it has been confirmed, though, that it's going to be on Game Pass at launch, which is great for me because, uh, first of all, I've never played a Victoria game, so I'm eager to try one out, and also because it's a grand strategy game, which I am great at. Um, and yeah, it follows Paradox's tradition for um, adding the games to Game Pass as well. Um, I'm just, all the games I just mentioned are all the Game Pass. City Skylines is on Game Pass Crusader Game 3, is on Game Pass Empire Sin, is on Game Pass Victoria 3, will be on Game Pass as well. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that was Paradox for you, Paradox Con. Um, if you want to watch it, you can. There's a stream, not a stream, like a recording thing on Twitter. There's ones online and all over the place. Uh, right, Dragon Quest is celebrating the 35th anniversary this week, and they had a live stream for it, where they announced a bunch of stuff. Uh, so the first one, Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi. Uh, I don't know what the fuck, right? What a weird name. Um, it's a mobile game. You know how much I hate bloody mobile games, but it's, yeah. It's based on the Dragon Quest game, obviously. It's, you know, all the fighting monsters and shit. I think it'll be 2D because it's a small, small screen, but I don't know yet. I don't really care. Uh, they also announced Dragon Quest Treasures, which is going to be a, a 3D puzzle platformer. That's what they said. They didn't tell us anything else. Uh, they also announced a Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D remake. Um, so that's going to be in the style of Octopath Traveler, or something similar to that. Um, which is nice. I've never actually play them or seen them but it'll be nice to see it at least you know I would buy it but a couple of things Dragon Quest 10 offline that's um, an offline version of the game the original Dragon Quest 10 was an MMORPG um, and this basically gets rid of the MMO part and just keeps the RPG so it will be I mean single player will it be multiplayer like local multiplayer, I doubt it. It will probably be more similar to um, the one I've got, Echoes of an Oz of Age, um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Is that Eleven? X High, I think it is. Where you're a single player, but you pick up, um, you know, AI-controlled uh, teammates along the way. Um, so I guess it'll be something like that. Um, and then one other thing, the, the next game in the series, uh, Dragon Quest Twelve: The Flames of Fate. Um, they didn't tell us anything about it, just that it 
kind of exists, you know, which is fine. I'm not complaining, but um, it's like they could have told us a little bit more. The fact that they didn't tell us far away. Um, this this reminds me of the whole Elder School Six Starfield thing where they show us picture, uh, but they don't actually show us anything useful. Um, and then of course they go on for ages and don't tell us or show us anything, um, which is a shame. But you know that's what some people do. Um, but yeah, they've got a lot there. So the mobile game, uh, the treasures, the three remake, the offline thing, and the Dragon Quest Twelve as well. Uh, right, another thing that happened this week. God, this week's been a busy week, honestly. Uh, PlayStation had their state of play last night, that's their latest one, and they showed us, well, showed us, showed off Horizon Forbidden West. Um, they showed us 14 minutes of gameplay, which was lovely. It looked excellent. Um, they didn't give us a release date, but they did say it was on track, so they're obviously aiming for something, uh, which is good. The game will be in PS5. I'm Guessing not PS4 because looking at the video, it, it looks like it utilizes SSD and everything. So the fact that it will not work on a PS4 is not a surprise, I would say. Um, so yeah, PS5 exclusive when it releases. Um, don't know when, but it looks amazing. Uh, first of all, the actual game, and then also the. Uh, you know, the mechanics have been tweaked, all the weapons and the monsters and everything. Um, it showed off some areas um, and some sounds, and yeah, it just looked great. Uh, so that was very impressive. Uh, right, another another anniversary, not Dragon Quest this time, Sonic. Sonic is celebrating its 30th anniversary. Uh, so Sega had something called a Sonic Center Anniversary Central Stream, where they announced a few things. They announced Sonic Colors Ultimate. Uh, that comes out on the seventh of September for Switch, uh, which is a, it's a remake of the original game. It's a, a sort of graphical boost thing. Um, I'm not sure if it's like a full remake or just a reskin or, you know. Um, anyway, so that's Sun September Switch. They also know Sonic Origins, which is coming soon. Don't know why, but soon. It's going to consist of four, the first four Sonic games. Uh, although what four they meant, I'm not quite sure. I didn't read the story. I probably should have done that. Probably should have read it before talking to you guys, but never mind. Um, they also announced a mystery project for 2022. Um, they didn't really tell us what it was. They just said there was a, a project that the Sonic team were working on. Um, which is kind of why it's a mystery. Um It's a game, presumably. Um, the fact that it says 2022 project suggests it'll either be released or revealed next year. I don't know which one. If it's released, 
Then it will probably be revealed at E3, I would imagine, if it's being revealed in 22. Then I wouldn't expect to see it till at least a year after. Um, so it depends, but the fact that I'm just looking at the release Sonic Colors comes out on the 7th of September. Sonic Origins, I mean, I, I didn't see a day, but it might be late this year. You know, if it's four pre-existing games, then all they need to do is take them, make sure they work, edit them a little bit, and check it out. You know what I mean? Um, and you're probably thinking the whole Sega team here, we've got lots of things going on. Well, this is just uh, Sega team. No, what was the Sega team? No, Sega have a lot going on. The Sonic team, the Sonic team are working on the Sonic games. You got Sonic Colors Ultimate, which will be out, and then you got Sonic Origins, which I'm hoping will be out by, you know, November maybe. I don't know. And then you got the Mystery Project for next year, which could release next year at that point because they will have nothing else going on. But I don't know that. Um, so yeah, three games. Three very different games. Uh, they also build some Sonic-based content for Lost Judgment, Two Point Hospital, and the Tokyo 2020 Olympics video game, which we just mentioned a moment ago. Uh, there was one other thing. They mentioned a, a free concert on the 23rd of June, which will be performed by the Sonic Symphony. I know, right? What the fuck? I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, it will be streamed on Sega's channel, I guess. I don't know. I didn't read it. Um, but yeah, who the fuck is the Sonic Symphony? Is it a bunch of Japanese folk dressed in Sonic uniform? You know, I don't know. It could be weird just to watch it. I mean, just tune in just to watch it. Um, just to see what it is. Uh, right, leaving all the anniversary behind and moving into the present again, PlayStation Plus have announced their games for June. Uh, your PS5 exclusive is Operation Tango. Uh, which, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Um, and then two PS4 games, Star Wars Squadrons, uh, which is uh, something I've downloaded but not played. Um, it looks good, but I've got so many games installed, I'm like, it'll take me ages to get through them. And then they keep adding more, so, you know, and then I'll buy one before you know I'll have too many. And then your other PS4 game, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Um, this is a, a remaster of the original game. Um... It's another fighter game. Um, like I said, there's too many that are out there. I'm not really interested. Um, I don't have PlayStation Plus anyway. If I did, I'd probably claim it just because it's free, not because, you know, I need your anything. Uh, anyway, uh, Game Pass have added a bunch of games to their service. Uh Fusion Frenzy and Joyride Turbo, they're both available in the cloud. Uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries is on console. Conan Exiles is on cloud and console. Uh, Spellforce 3 Soul Harvest is on PC. 
Celeste, the Crown of the Manchester is on PC and Slime Rancher is on PC. So just look at that list. Uh, what will I be playing on? Spellforce 3, Soul Harvest I'll be downloading because it looks cool. Slime Rancher, just to see what it is. And then the rest aren't available on PC, so, you know. It's also worth mentioning all those games are available now. They were uploaded yesterday, I think, the 27th. I can't remember. Um, and then presumably they will add more in 10 days or something. I don't know. Uh, Xbox have also announced their games for June for Xbox Live Gold. Uh, which you get four more games. You know, if you want them. I've never heard of them. But, well, I've heard of one of them, but I'm not going to play uh, the, the King's Bird is available from 1st all the way to the 30th of June. Uh, Shadows Awakening is available from the 16th of June till the 15th of July. And then Neo Geo Battle Coliseum is available from the 1st of June till the 15th. And then after that leaves you've got Injustice Gods Among Us uh, 16th of June till the 30th of June. Uh, New Geo Battle Coliseum, what a fucking mouthful that is. Uh, I quite like saying that. Let me say again, New Geo Battle Coliseum. <laughs> it rhymes quite nicely, you know, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Uh, yeah, so it's worth saying that Injustice Gods Among Us and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum are both uh, 2D fighting games, which I. Uh, there's so many of them out there now, you know, which kind of pisses me off, you know. Um, so yeah, Echoes Live Gold, uh, it's interesting seeing that they were trying to raise the price of it a few months ago and now they haven't. Um, they've also talked about changing the name of it, they haven't done that either. I mean, I would, I would just kill it, you know, if it was me, I'd try and kill it. Maybe that's what they're trying to do, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, PC games. A few PC games for you. Um, Epic Games Store first. Uh, this week for your games Among Us. That's available till next Thursday. That's the 3rd of June. Uh, I was just doing a bit of reading that for you. You can also claim Sludge Fest. That's free all year, so it ends in December. Um, but I might as well mention I before forget. And then there's one other thing. Uh, which I mentioned Chivalry 2 earlier, which looks great. It's available on the Epic Games Store starting on the 8th of June, I think I said. It's currently in its open beta on Epic. It ends on the 1st of June, so if you want to play that, you better hurry up. Uh, and then a couple of things on Steam. You can claim some free games on Steam as well. Uh, you get Company Heroes 2 and Company Heroes 2 Ardennes Assault. Uh, those are currently free. That's the game plus uh, the uh, standalone expansion thing. And then you can, you can currently claim Little, Little Nightmares. Uh, that ends on the 30th of May, so that's... Sunday, so you better fucking move on if you want that. Um, lots more games. Let me just check how long I've been gone because I don't want to blabber on too long. Uh, where is it? Gone an hour already. Well, let's see if we can get this done in no ages. Uh, and we'll jump right into it. First of all, I've got to go by meeting. 
because uh, Bioneaton came out the other day. It was the twenty was it the twenty fourth of May, I think, it came out. And since it came out, reviewers and uh, previews and all that was, they've been bashing the game, basically saying that it doesn't live up to the hype. It's not a AAA game. It doesn't deserve all the hype and all this shit. This is the price tag, but. I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day about this, and we basically said, you know, what did they expect? Uh, you know, Biomutant was put together by a team of developers who had experience in games, but not in running their own studio. So this is basically the first game as a studio. Um... And for them, it's it's gone pretty well. You know, it looks good. It's a good game. I'll probably buy it myself. I'll buy it, but I'll probably will. Um, and yeah, I mean the the first the first thing I see in games is the first thing from anyone is never perfect. You know, you think back to all the things. The first iPhone from Apple was not perfect. The first. Surface from Microsoft or operating system from Microsoft was not perfect, you know. Uh, the first Lego set from Lego was not perfect, you know. The first game from the new studio is never going to be perfect, you know. So it's like it's it's fine, you know. What did they expect, you know? All all you reviewers out there bashing Bayern, piss off, piss off back to your hole. And don't come back out and bash any other games. I don't want to hear you. If it was up to you, you'd all lose your fucking jobs, you know. Um, it's This is a studio trying to gain some traction in the world, you know. They don't need you bashing them for every single detail. The other thing you've got to remember about Bamutin as well is it's a small studio. They don't even have half the resources of someone like EA or THQ Nordic or anyone like that. You know, they've got a small... I think the development team, they said they've got like 15 people, you know, and they don't have the marketing budget, they don't have the development budget, they don't have the uh, support network and all that shit. You know, so they're kind of relying on the actual game being good. And it is. You know, but the fact that everyone's bashing it because... You know, his eyeball's too big. Or the story isn't a million hours long. It, it doesn't even matter. So, yeah, but I mean, I mean I'm just going to check it right now, actually. It's on Steam. Um, I just want to see, uh, you know, how much does it cost or whatever. Let's see if it's on the front page. I mean, it's... There it is, Barmutant. 55, I mean, mixed, mixed reviews, let's have a look at some of the reviews, oh, they're ridiculous. Uh, so far I'm 15 hours in, the best way I can put it is that this game just feels incomplete. Characters was very unique and intricate. Once you play the game for a while, it really doesn't really mean much. In my opinion, the only thing that really makes a difference is your starting elemental resistances, but even to that end... The game puts you on quest to acquire environmental protection suits. Okay.
Okay, so a lot of people complaining about the story, uh, which I'm not, you know, too bothered about. Um, yeah, so there's a 20-man development team. Uh, it's, it's ambitious, it's ambitious for a 20-man team, but not for a massive thing, you know, if it was like, I don't know, fucking Square Enix making it, it'd be like a drop in the water for their kind of budget, you know. So yeah, according to the stories, poor dialogues, poor game world isn't great. Uh, sound isn't great. Okay, Drew's a monotonous adventure world in Lattlust. Okay, so they're saying it's about Lattluster, which may well be the case. I mean, it might get worked on later on, but but still, just don't bash it. Let it be a game. You know, I mean, maybe 55 quid's too much money, but still, let it be itself, you know. So that's my rant about that. Right, I want to move on quickly to something I don't like talking about, and I'm going to mention it anyway. And that's The Sims 4. Uh, they've announced another pack for that. That's uh, 5 millionth in first pack for the fucking game. Uh, this one's called Dream Home Decorator, um, which... I've not looked at it, but I'm imagining it adds a bunch of new shit for your house. You know, carpets, wallpaper, windows, plant pots, pictures, just pish that you can't actually do anything with. Anyway, it launches on the 1st of June um, for everything. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it, although this is the, this is the beginning of this, the Sims summer map. Apparently that's what Max... That's what Max is calling out. Uh, basically, it's a roadmap for uh, the future of The Sims 4. So, presumably, there'll be more bloody packs. I'm not fucking thrilled about that. But I don't care, in a way. I'm not going to buy them. But, yeah, the fact that they're going to release even more pish for this game is just... Ugh. Uh, anyway, Ghosts and Goblins re- Resurrect. Oh, start again. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Uh, it's. Well, it's currently on the Switch now. If you want to play it on Switch now, you can. It comes to PS4, Xbox One, PC on the 1st of June as well. Um, it's basically a follow up to Ghosts and Goblins and also the. What was that one? Was it Ghosts and Ghouls or something? So it's basically a mashup of those two, but also a futuristic kind of look at them, which is decent, I guess. I'm not, I don't know. I never played them, to be honest. Uh, right, just a small game I found on Steam this morning I want to mention because that looks kind of interesting. Um, it's called The Garden Path. Yes, it is. It's called The Garden Path. Um, it's a PC exclusive launching out this year on Steam. It's from solo developer Carrot Cake. I don't know why he's called himself Carrot Cake. I'm not fucking idea. Um, anyway, he's launching his first game. It's called The Garden Path. Um, it's one of those sort of slice of life sim things, you know, live in a neighbourhood, uh, meet your neighbours, do your garden. I guess you could say it's like a really pulled back Animal Crossing slash Sims thing, but we'll see. 
Uh, anyway, if you want to check that out, you can check it out on Steam. Um, I don't know when it comes out. I'll say it just as later this year. Uh, but it looks cool anyway. Uh, so I'll keep an eye on that. Alright, uh, another game just that's coming soon. Uh, House of Ashes. Uh, it's been put together with Supermassive Games and published by Bandai Namco. It's the third act, third chapter in the Dark Pictures anthology, following on from the first two, which I can't remember their name. Uh, anyway, it's due later this year. It's on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S and PC as well. It's based on uh, like underground... I don't know if it's a tomb or a tunnel system. It's based underground during the Iraqi war, which is an interesting kind of twist. Uh, so that's... I, I don't like skinny games, but it's, it looks good. You know. Um, and the fact that it's the third game makes me wonder if they will like release a trilogy or something. I don't know. They haven't said anything. I'm just... Well, that's my idea. I'm going to make a fortune of selling trilogies of other people's games. Um, Days Gone, as well, just what I mentioned quickly. Um, it's on PC now, as we know. It's been selling well. Um, I thought about getting it, but I haven't myself. I haven't yet, anyway. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's nice to see it selling well. I mean, the fact Sony Sony well, I say Sony PlayStation PlayStation now built PC to uh, break sales records. You know, they put it on to make added revenue, which it has done. You know, um, it's just interesting actually seeing Days Gone talk about Days Gone PC. There's been rumours floating about. I don't know where the start of it. Uncharted 4 coming to PC, which would be excellent. Um, partly because we've got an Uncharted movie coming, also because I've never actually played it. Um, it's just... Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, is PlayStation seemed to... Uh, be releasing slightly newer games on the, uh, you know, on, on Steam stuff and all the games on PlayStation Now. So they might release Uncharted 4 to PlayStation Now. At this point, I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but um, it's exciting nonetheless. Right. Uh, Battlefield 6. Um, where do I start with this? One? Battlefield 6 has been leaking like a sieve. Um, yeah, I just I don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> honestly screenshots trailers, characters, weapons everything that's been coming out um, yeah so the, the release trailer apparently leaked uh, so much so that he decided to make a new one um, apparently which is Do you know what? I think that they are going to release a new trailer out there, E play on whatever it's called thing. Original not um, But anyway, the game's still set for a holiday twenty twenty one release, which I'm guessing is about October, November time. 
not personally a game I'm interested in, but you know, I'll be interested to see. If the leak trailer is anything to go by and the leaked images, then it looks very, very good. Um, not just because of the tanks and helicopters, but also the new uh, the new setting and the new uh, combat systems and weapons and things. You know, there's flamethrowers and shit in there. It looks great, you know. Uh, I can't wait to to um, watch some bodies be selling fire in my mate's living room. Right, uh, GTA 5 as well. Uh, that's getting an expanded enhanced edition on PS5 on the 11th of November. Um when it says expanded and enhanced, I don't know what that means. I mean, enhanced obviously means, uh, you know, graphically enhanced. Um, but expanded, well, I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't say. Um, now, obviously, it would be, would be naive of them to add lots of stuff that wasn't in the last bunch of games, you know. Um which, I mean, I don't play it anymore. I've gone off GTA. I went off GTA for a long time ago. Uh, but for all the people that still play it, I wouldn't recommend adding, you know, exclusive missions and everything to the PS5 version, especially if you can get a PS5, you know. That's just not right. Um, so, yeah, on the November for that one, expanded and enhanced. I'm sure they'll shine more light on what it means closer to the time. Um, but, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, another game that's been confirmed is releasing Dying Light 2. Uh, that's been releasing on the 7th of December, long last. I know it's been delayed and people are looking forward to it, but it's been finally announced and revealed 7th of December. That's going to be on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox X and S and PC as well. It also includes a free next-gen upgrade. So if you buy the PS4 version or the Xbox One version, uh, well, you can upgrade. Well, the PS4 version you can upgrade. Xbox comes with smart delivery, so it does its own thing. But PS4, you get a free upgrade to PS5 if you put it in the thing. Uh, right, Far Cry 6, uh, they had their video revealed today, it ended just a few hours ago. I watched it, I loved it, it looks... Do you know what, the game looks great, but the graphics were not great, but it's hard to, hard to tell if it's, you know, the streaming quality, or my internet connection quality, or the actual game, or something else. Uh, but the actual game looks pretty good. Um, so yeah, it looks cool. You can watch that online. It's on Twitter everywhere. Um, it's also available on Ubisoft's channel and everywhere else. It's going to be on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S and Stadia and PC uh, via Epic Games and Ubisoft Connect. That is the Ubisoft desktop app thing. And also via Epic. It's exclusive to Epic from what I've read. Uh, it will be released on the 7th of October, so not too long to wait for that one. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the video looked great. You can watch it and make a decision for yourself. I mean, it might just be the uh, streaming quality. Uh, right, 
just a bit of news. Not not very interesting, but you know, well there. I'll tell you anyway, there's two things that Amazon has agreed to purchase MGM for $8.45 billion. Um, MGM, of course, the owner of, well, they own 4,000 films, including Rocky and James Bond films. Um, and those will most likely end up on Prime Video. Um, all those films will add to Amazon's content count. Um, I think the basic thing here, Netflix has loads of content and they have a, they had a massive head start on producing and there's a lot more and more coming. So the fact that Amazon can purchase some more uh, is, uh, yeah. It's, it's a weird one because a lot of people have been talking about um, how Amazon have basically purchased a, not a not a dying company, but they're not exactly a big profitable company. But um, obviously, we've got the James Bond situation ending. Um, Rocky ended years ago. Um, although we we all know the films are very popular, and I guess that's what Amazon's banking on. You know, if you put James Bond on Prime, um, it's Something, you know, it's a movie alongside other things on Prime, like the Grand Tour, Parks and Recreation, um, Bosch, Outland, or whatever else that will possibly persuade people to sign up. I mean, there's no guarantee, of course. But. And then also Rocky as well. A lot of people like Rocky. I'll watch Rocky because I've never seen them. I was too young at the time. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I said, I'll probably end up on Prime Video. Uh, which is good for me because I own that and it will add to the value for me as well. Uh, just one other thing, I've got Cyberpunk. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 game director Adam Badowski has stepped down. Um, he has stepped down as game director of Cyberpunk. He will focus more on his role as studio head at CD Projekt Red. Uh, he will be replaced in the role by Gabriel Amant, um, Amatangelo. Is that how you pronounce it? Amatangelo? I don't know. Anyway, Gabriel. He only joined the company in January 2020, so it's been what a year? 15 months, and he's been promoted to uh, Game Director. So it may affect the future of Cyberpunk. I don't know. Apparently, they've already got a, a roadmap out there, so I can't imagine it'll change too much um, it's just interesting read about it he's going to um, Adam going to step down to be the studio head of CD Bridge Red um, I didn't know you could have two roles at the same time but he did but he stepped out on one CD Bridge Red is embarking on a something what they're calling a multi-game development strategy now um, as opposed to the single game they used to do you know they used to do the Witcher, Cyberpunk, one at a time, but now they're embarking on a, a multi-game uh, development thing, which suggests suggests JP maybe I don't know, maybe support Cyberpunk and make a game at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, anyway, it sounds great. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. 
will I buy Cyberpunk at some point? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's the price has dropped significantly at, at, when it came out with 50 quid. It's already gone to about a tenner. And you can probably get it for cheaper elsewhere. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, I Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's no demo for these big games now, which is annoying. You know, you think back to the PS2, Xbox days, demos were all the rage, but now you don't see as many of them. Um, which is a shame, but not really a surprise, you know. It takes extra development time, whatever. It takes away from the gaming series. Right, um, I'm going to end it there. I will hopefully get an E3 one done on Sunday, like I said. Um, I'll need to put some stuff together for that. Um, like I said, I was hoping to get some music for today's show for the new um, new format, but I didn't. But you know, who cares? Um, just for go, sorry, it's a bit hot in here, melting. Um, just for go, I'm just uh, looking at the stats on my host uh, like I said I don't know how um, you know how correct they are or not but uh, seeing here that the last episode when I didn't write in notes was played over a thousand times so thank you for that it's amazing to think that that well I got that far that's the fact that that's actually happened you know some people decided to listen to me more than a thousand people decided to listen to me uh, which is just incredible, really. You know, I'm just sitting here. I mean, even my microphone, which I bought, doesn't work. So I'm now recording on my phone. Um, I'm I'm putting this on a free site, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's it's incredible, really. Um, so yeah, just thank you for uh, all that, for listening, for subscribing, for. For everything, really, just for being here. Um, like I say, every time if you have any uh, questions or games or or you have music for me, you can give it to me on Twitter at the at gamer talks uh, gamer. Uh, what's it called? Sorry again, at gamer talk handle on Twitter. Um, it's. Do you know what? I try and retweet stuff, but a lot of the time I miss stuff. But that's just me. Um, Anyway, I'm going to end it there because I'm going to try and win a code for Bagnant. Um, I'll let you know if I do, but I doubt it. Um, like I say, I will hopefully be back Sunday night. Well, not your Sunday night, but my Sunday night. Um, and then hopefully I'll be able to put up on Monday and we will work out a new schedule for the show. Okay. Thank you for listening. And um, just for, yeah, like I say, thank you for everything. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.